what's brown and sounds like a bell. This setup is a celebration of National Tell a Joke Day, another imaginary holiday that marks August 16th, the 228th day of 2022, and three out of four years. The punchline shall not be written within the confines of this introduction to this latest installment of Charlottesville Community Engagement, a newsletter and podcast that will give you a hint in the form of acknowledging another fake but worthy occasion. It's also National Backflow Prevention Day. I'm your host, Sean Tubbs. You can listen to the end for the punchline. In today's edition, as the school year approaches, Charlottesville's deputy city manager gives an update on efforts to make safer routes for walking pupils. The federal government will give $2 million to help Albemarle plan for the 25-mile-long three-notched trail. A longtime Charlottesville musical institution celebrates the century mark tonight with a free concert. A member of the Public Housing Authority's Board of Directors has been reappointed, but there are still two vacancies. Charlottesville will extend a community survey for the police chief search by one more week. And lots of updates from Charlottesville City Manager's report, including an update on the possibility of ranked choice voting. In today's first Patreon-fueled shout-out, have you been thinking of converting your fossil fuel appliances and furnaces into something that will help the community reduce its greenhouse gas emissions? Your local energy nonprofit, LEAP, has launched a new program to guide you through the steps toward electrifying your home. Thermalize Virginia will help you understand electrification and connect you with vetted contractors to get the work done and help you find any rebates or discounts. Visit thermalizeva.org to learn more and to sign up. There are eight days left until classes begin for pupils in Charlottesville City Schools, and more will be walking to school due to a severe lack of people currently employed to drive school buses. Here's a section from an email sent to interested parties last week. Due to the ongoing bus driver shortage, we have expanded our walk zones to three quarters of a mile for the elementary schools and one and a quarter miles for Walker, Buford, and Charlottesville High School. This change brings our walk zones closer to regional and national norms. One mitigation is the installation of temporary wayfinding signs along paths to schools to guide students. The city is also looking for people or teams to apply to be crossing guards. You can take a look at a link in the newsletter or share with friends and family. The gig pays between $16 and $18 an hour. Deputy City Manager Sam Sanders told City Council last night that the Public Works Department continues to work with the school system to work on a list of proposed improvements. Uh, 61 intersections have been striped to date. 12 uh, of those were brand new, and we'll have another 11 of those uh, crosswalks done this week. Eight more are still being planned, so we'll be able to get those done before school starts. Sanders said signage has been installed, and Charlottesville Area Transit is working to get information out about how Route 9 might be used to get students to Walker Upper Elementary School and Charlottesville High School. With the support of parent groups that have been working to identify how they can uh, safely ride the buses back and forth to school. 
In some cases, the city is using its power to manage traffic to give more priority to pedestrians. We've adjusted some signal timing at uh, multiple intersections, including the addition of no turn on red when pedestrians are present. That's something that we've had the ability to do at different times, but we've added a few more of those in areas that we've heard from schools, just the reports of uh, some serious uh, interactions with cars as people have been trying to cross the roads. At their next meeting on September 6th, Council will be presented with some actions they can take, including lowering speed limits and temporarily turning the intersection of Rugby and Rose Hill into a four-way stop. That uh, intersection is going to be getting a new uh, signal project in October, but based on a lot of the inquiries that we've had in regards to that intersection, we're thinking we may be able to go ahead and uh, temporarily install a four-way stop at that intersection. Sanders said a four-way stop would make it easier for crossing guards to get students through a busy intersection on their way to Walker Upper Elementary School. Classes in Albemarle County Public Schools also start on August 24th. School begins tomorrow in Greene County. The effort to link the Blue Ridge Tunnel in Afton to Charlottesville with a continuous shared-use path has received a major boost from the federal government. A $2 million grant authorized by the Bipartisan Infrastructure Law will be awarded to Albemarle County for the Three-Notched Trail Shared-Use Path Plan. Here's a section from a website for the project. A shared-use path is typically a 10-foot-wide paved trail that is physically separated from the motor vehicle travelway and allows bi-directional pedestrian and bicycle traffic. Once built, the TNT will provide local residents and visitors with car-free transportation and recreational opportunities. The money will come from the Rebuilding American Infrastructure with Sustainability and Equity Program, or RAISE. The Thomas Jefferson Planning District Commission's board endorsed the project earlier this year, as I reported at the time. There's a link in the newsletter. The scope for the initial phase is about 25 miles long. No alignment has yet been decided for the trail, and the funding will be used to help conduct a public outreach process. The funding is part of $64 million that Virginia will receive through the Bipartisan Infrastructure Law. Other projects include $20 million for a pedestrian crossing of the Potomac River at Long Bridge, $19.3 million for Portsmouth to convert a four-lane highway to a two-lane road with bike lanes and sidewalks, and $18.4 million for the City of Richmond to replace the Arthur Ashe Boulevard Bridge. The awards were announced last week by U.S. Senators Mark Warner and Tim Kaine. The Three Notch Trail is a project of the Rivanna Trail Foundation, a nonprofit that has partnered with Albemarle, Charlottesville, and the University of Virginia to build and maintain trails in the community. Tonight, the performance group, formerly known as the Municipal Band of Charlottesville, will celebrate nearly one full century of operations with a centennial concert. The rebrand Charlottesville Band will take the stage of the Ting Pavilion at 7.30 p.m. for a free show. Guest artists include the U.S. Army Brass Quintet with vocalist Bob McDonald, Ray Cadell of Big Ray and the Cool Cats, and guest conductor Paul Murtha. The band will be recognized by area legislators. According to a release, the band technically dates back to October 23, 2022, when original band members got their instruments. The first performance was on April 10, 1923. 
Two memorable performances were, in 1963, at the first naturalization ceremony to be held at Monticello, as well as an audience with Queen Elizabeth II of Great Britain on her trip to Charlottesville in 1976. In April 2005, the Seville Band debuted the Daily Progress March by Nellisford composer Paul T. Richards. An audio report I did was one of the first items on the Charlottesville Podcasting Network. Go take a listen. The Charlottesville City Council has reappointed Laura Goldblatt to a term on the Board of Commissioners for the Charlottesville Redevelopment and Housing Authority. The body was created in 1954 after a referendum narrowly passed that spring and oversaw the raising of Vinegar Hill and the creation of public housing units across the city as part of an overall urban renewal plan. Goldblatt is an assistant professor of English at the University of Virginia. Here is Charlottesville Mayor Lloyd Snook. Uh, there are still two vacancies on the CRHA board, which we will take up after we have, as we are required to do by statute, by ordinance, after we have interviewed the applicants. And so that will be taken up in, in September. In 2022, the CRHA's Board of Commissioners is overseeing a redevelopment plan that so far has seen the renovation of Crescent Halls and the construction of the first new public housing units at South First Street. These projects are being financed through a mixture of funds, including city capital improvement funds and low-income housing tax credits. The CRHA Board of Commissioners did not meet in July due to a lack of quorum. There have been a series of resignations in the past few years due to various issues. The next meeting of the CRHA is scheduled for August 22nd. The CRHA page listing meetings has not been updated since May of 2021. But Deputy Commissioner Kathleen Glenn Matthews said in an email to me earlier this month that a new website is in development. You're listening to Charlottesville Community Engagement, and in today's second supporter-subscribed public service announcement, do you want to change up your lawn to something more sustainable for pollinators and other creatures? The Piedmont Master Gardeners want you to know about a program called Healthy Virginian Lawns, which can assist you in your transition. The project is a joint venture of Virginia Cooperative Extension and the Virginia Department of Conservation and Recreation. If interested, the first step will be for a Piedmont Master Gardener to come for a visit for an assessment and soil tests. Healthy Virginia Lawns will give you a customized, science-based roadmap to a greener landscape that protects water quality, wildlife, and other resources along the way. Visit PiedmontMasterGardeners.org to learn more. There will be more segments in the near future based off of last night's city council meeting with information of how the collective bargaining discussion went, as well as final resolution of items such as 1000 Monticello Road. At this time, let's learn a few more things from the report of interim city manager Michael C. Rogers. A community survey to take public input on Charlottesville's next police chief is underway. The city has hired the firm PolyHire to conduct community engagement, and the first questionnaire had been due to be completed yesterday. 
we will extend the deadline until next Monday night uh, and to give people opportunity to go on. You can fill out the survey in English or you can fill it out in Spanish. Both links are in the newsletter. It's confidential, and we encourage uh, people to really tell us what you think. You know, what do you want to see in your new police chief? There's no public word yet on what the process will be to find a new city manager. The city's contract with the Robert Bob Group has been extended through the end of the year. That was the only public comment that Rogers made from the 10-page written report. Here are some other highlights. The city closed on July 19th on the purchase of a parking lot at 921 East Jefferson Street. The city paid $1.65 million for the 0.4-acre property. Spaces will be available for monthly leases in the near future. A committee for the preservation, maintenance, and security of the downtown mall has begun meeting to plan for the 50th anniversary of the pedestrianized space. The firm Raftelis has been hired to work on the project. The city is recruiting for several vacancies, including housing program manager, grants manager, senior transportation project manager. You can view all of the open positions on the city's jobs website. And guess what? There's a link in the newsletter. The housing program manager is not yet posted, but the written report states that the role will manage all the city's affordable housing efforts in an expanded role previously titled housing coordinator. That position has been vacant since the summer of 2020 when John Sales became executive director of CRHA. A previous holder of that job is Stacy Pethia, who currently has a similar role in Albemarle County. Applications for the Charlottesville Homeowner Assistance Program, or CHAP, are being taken through September 1st for relief from property taxes. There's a link to the form in the newsletter. Charlottesville Mayor Lloyd Snook said he encouraged people to read the full report. We tend to report on things only when there's a crisis of some sort, and it's useful to know what is, what is happening on a month-by-month -month basis. Snook also encouraged people to attend tomorrow's town hall on greenhouse gas reductions. That will take place from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. The registration page is, you know where... Snook also said he is working with Delegate Sally Hudson on bringing a new form of voting to Charlottesville now that the General Assembly has authorized localities to proceed. If you are interested in the question of ranked choice voting or instant runoff voting, both at the nominations process and at the actual election process, uh, we would have the ability to get it up and running before the 2023 council nomination and election. Next year, there are three seats up on city council, including Snook's seat, as well as the seats now held by Cena McGill and Michael Payne. The Charlottesville Democratic Committee utilized instant runoff in a firehouse primary in the 2011 race. In a seven-way race governed by ranked choice voting, Kathy Galvin and Sachendra Huja both qualified in the first round of voting. But it would take five rounds for Dee Dee Smith to get the nomination. Paul Beyer came in fourth place and was 29 votes under Smith. 
And that's it for this edition of Charlottesville Community Engagement. And it is the second day back to work for this program. And I'm aiming to get a program out each day this week to get back into a rhythm that will be hopefully more than it has been this summer. There is so much happening in this greater community. And as you know, because you're listening, and I know you've been here since the beginning, for over two years now, I have sought to cover as much of it as possible. To keep this going, I do rely on support from the community, and this can take many forms. You know this by now. A paid subscription on Substack. $5 a month, $50 a year, $200 a year, whatever that amount is, Ting will match the initial payment. So $50 a year is really a great, great way to help me keep going. If you sign up for Ting's services through a link in the newsletter, you will get a free standard installation, your second month free, and a $75 downtown mall gift card. You can enter the promo code COMMUNITY for the full effect. Second, you can also support Town Crier Productions on Patreon. Town Crier Productions is the name of the company that I put together to hopefully help me figure out how to get paid to do all of this. And uh, with a $25 a month subscription, you too can get your shoutouts, read or heard. That system is going to be changing soon, uh, but anyone who signs up this month will be grand personed in. All of this work is still in progress, and I'm grateful for the nearly 100 Patreon supporters without whom I would not be able to continue running this regular resource. Third, please share it with more people. The audience growth has been steady, but I can always use more eyes and ears on these regular updates. The community will be a better place if more people pay attention to the nuts and bolts. And I plan to continue demonstrate that this approach is riveting. Music comes from the DC entity that currently goes by the name Vraki, though in the past when it was in Charlottesville, there were different names, and perhaps you'll discover that as we continue moving forward on this program. For now, you can support their work by purchasing the album Regret Everything for whatever you would like to pay on Bandcamp. And yes, if you were at the end of this, as soon as I sign off at the very thing, the last syllable you are going to hear is the punchline to what you heard at the beginning of the program. I'm Sean Tubbs. Thank you for being here today. Thanks for uh, you know tuning in, and uh, please do uh, continue to share the information. In the meantime, thank you very much. Stay safe out there, and stay tuned for the punchline. Dung. Dung.